Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 116, Quick Advice on Removing Inspections and Appraisals. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me today. Today, I want to talk to you agents out there trying to get an offer accepted, doing anything you can, removing inspections, removing appraisals, going crazy, offering the second born child, all jokes aside, of course, not doing that, but offering everything we have to get an offer accepted. First off, directly telling your client to remove an appraisal could lead you to getting in big trouble. Advising them of their options and presenting them with the dangers is our job. I've noticed far too often agents are calling asking how to get an offer accepted and they say, what about removing the inspection? What about removing the appraisals? Well, what about if your client is comfortable with doing so? We're not there to advise them that in order to get your offer accepted, you got to do this. We're there to tell them that in order to add more power to your offer, here are your options, but removing an appraisal can lead to, and we go over every single option. It's very important we do this because if we become complacent and we just say this is what you do, we can end up in a lawsuit, whether it be buyer's remorse because the appraisal comes in wrong or the person comes into possession of the home and something goes terribly wrong and the inspection was waived. Whether a home is new or old, waiving an inspection is a risk. That said, it's a powerful tool to getting the one. Make sure the client's decision and not your own. Because ultimately, when we say to somebody, oh, you should waive the home inspection, why would we say you should waive? Now, I know a lot of agents out there, they're like, well, the house is built in 2020. It's got to be perfectly fine. I've had home inspections on ancient homes that went perfect. I've had home inspections on brand new homes that went terrible. And the exact inverse of that, I've had old homes that go terrible and new homes that went perfect but no rhyme or reason in between. And what we see with our visual eye does not mean that there's not things lurking in the background. And that's why we have a home inspector. It's a licensed job, whether you real estate agent professionals or not believe that they know what they're doing, that's not up to us. That's up to the state who licensed them. And I'm gonna say, honestly, I've been shocked sometimes. I've had home inspections come up where I didn't see it coming but I'm not a home inspector and I actually rely on them to make great decisions for my clients. I cringe when people want to remove a home inspection. I'm okay with it. I get it. Sometimes you work with somebody that's maybe you go to the client and they are a contractor. Maybe they do trades work. Maybe they just feel confident and they looked at the house all the way through. But a lot of times when you have a low money down client that's talking about way of a home inspection, What happens when something goes wrong, like a roof leak? Now, the person just spent all their cash to buy the home. They're clearly going to be angry. So as that leak drips on their head, just kidding-wise, but dripping on their head, every time it drips, it hurts a little more than it did the time before. If you don't believe that you'll be one of the parties in that lawsuit, they're going to sue the seller for failure to disclose. They're going to sue the seller's agent for failure to disclose. They're going to sue you for telling them to drop the home inspection. They're going to sue the brokerage. And they're probably going to sue every single other person, including the person who installed the roof. This is Massachusetts. This is how it goes. So you need to be prepared for it. We're there to let them know waiving the home inspection is an option that you do have. But we also know that there are different things. Like we could say there's an acceptable level. We can put in that the buyer is only going to ask the seller for a credit or a change 
if it is above a certain threshold. So we could say buyer is okay with up to $5,000 in material defects exposed by home inspection. By doing so, we now have chosen an acceptable level versus leaving ourselves wide open to there could be tons and tons of issues. Doing a home inspection is a very important part of the process. And I know people are trying to get homes accepted offers. They're trying to get into the place and they're worried that the seller won't accept it. It is still our job to make sure they understand that they have options. And that dollar and cents option, I really like it. If the person's really confident, you can say to them as an agent, you can say, what if tomorrow $20,000 in problems came up? Would you be okay with that? If they say no, what if 10? If they say yes, well, why don't we put in that it's acceptable up to $10,000 worth of problems? Yes, does it undermine a little bit of the offer? Does it weaken it? Yeah, it weakens it to a no inspection type offering. But could we sustain if that no inspection happens and problems arise? Which the answer oftentimes is no. The answer oftentimes is that they'd be very angry with you. And ultimately, as a real estate professional who plans to stay my entire career in real estate, it's important to me that clients aren't just a one-off. It's important to me that I do a great job and that they want to come back for more in the future. So telling them to waive it, having it come back to bite them in the long run is going to be a problem. But again, if I do my job as an advisory role, I give them the options and they choose to waive it, I shouldn't beat them up about it. That's their option. It's just making sure in writing that they said that they wanted to do it and that it was their option and that you did explain it. That's being an industry professional going and beating someone up after they say they want to wave one saying oh my god oh my god oh my god that's not our job our job is to properly explain properly disclose no material defects properly get the person there and then if questions go crazy beyond us then we refer to the lawyer we want to send them over to the lawyer and have them ask them what are your thoughts on waving the home inspection how would you like to protect me what would be the best method to do this so that's the home inspection Think about the appraisal. When the client's asked to waive the appraisal, make sure the numbers work. Sometimes we need to put a cap in place to make sure we have the cash to close. Always talk this over with both the client and their lender. Another place where if someone wants to do it, they're not sure of the legal ramifications, they should speak with their attorney. We always should be advising attorney, inspector, mortgage professional. We always want to advise the people that are the pros. But for waiving the appraisal, what we need to understand is if an appraisal misses... By how much can we miss by and still have enough money in our bank account to actually close the scenario that we wanted to? Say the person was barely 20% down and misses appraisal. Now suddenly they're not 20% down. It could mean that they add PMI. We want to talk all the scenarios through with their lender before moving forward with the offer rather than later. This is why now, more than ever, you should make sure to work with a local bank or a lender so that way there you can get in touch with them on the weekend. If working with a national asks the person for their cell phone number, if they won't give it, then you should be a little bit worried because you may not have time to contact them with all the offers due by Monday morning and things. But as an agent, it's our job to have these conversations early. We want to talk to the lender about everything from closing costs and prepaids, all the way down to what amount of money does my person have to have in their bank account for reserves in order to make this loan close. Because a lot of people think, well, I've got extra money in my bank account. I can just simply pay it. The bank may be relying on those to be reserves, and that's what they're lending upon, the fact that the client is going to have three to six months worth of reserve money in their account. They may not want to see that account at dead zero the day of closing. 
talking with the lender, they can give you different options and they can also tell the client about how it will change their overall PMI status and what it'll do to their monthly payment numbers wise. Sometimes it's simple, we can go way over, other times it's not. Oftentimes what we're seeing right now, a great option for our agents is to say that the appraisal must cover at least the original list price and then the client will cover the difference, but that's not giving advice, that's just something that happened to work for quite a few clients. What you need to do if you're going to put in appraisal contingency, you could put in an appraisal contingency that says property must appraise at and above and choose a price that the client is comfortable with and has the financial well-being to make those numbers close. Because remember, it's okay to say that we're comfortable with the appraisal waiver, but what happens when we waive an appraisal and it comes off and we can't do it? Some people will play the game of, oh, well, my mortgage contingency covers me. I'd be very careful because we're in a very aggressive marketplace. So if you don't think that sellers are going to try to save themselves and keep deposits because someone waves an appraisal and then has it go wrong, yeah, I'd be careful about that. Now, I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a judge. But I can tell you I'd certainly discuss it with a lawyer beforehand, just ensuring that you're actually covered. Because a lot of times in a market like we're in right now, we're trending upwards. Appraisals are missing and buyers are putting down massive deposits. What does this mean? If we're to lose a deposit, is a lot of money at risk. Be really, really careful. Well, guys, there's lots of different contingencies we can remove, but remember, we're not an attorney, we're an advisor. We're going to be teaching them, but we're also not going to be telling them the facts through the legal ramifications. We want to talk with the lenders. We want mortgage people to really have a better understanding of their clients, what is needed currently in the picture because we're going to be writing offers on the weekend without them. We want to know what can we do, how can we perform, what's the best offers that we personally can do. That way there we don't speak out of term and get the person in trouble. Because remember, even if they get their deposits back, one thing they don't get back is their time. I hope this helps you get more offers accepted. Remember, it's really important to understand when waiving an appraisal or an inspection, there is risk involved, but it also there's some reward. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Make sure to subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Add in your associates, other fellow realtors that you know. Tell them all about this podcast. Make sure to check out our website, our blog, our Facebook group, our weekly newsletter. We have tons and tons of great free information on winning in real estate and winning right now. Thanks again and have a great week.